my name is Soraya. And I'm Yasmin, and this is the Soz Not Soz Pod. Where two unapologetic sisters dismantling mental health stigma one conversation at a time. <laughs> What's up? What's poppin'? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Mm. Yeah. H- happy New Year yeah. to all the peeps out there. HNY. Yeah, Happy New Year in fucking February. Woohoo! Oh, fuck, it's February. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. We've been gone a good while, like nearly two months now. Yes, that is my fault. No, that's, no, 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 no. It was both of us. True. But I, look, after, I know you guys may remember I was doing this course. I was like not sleeping constantly. I was full-time work, full-time study. And like by the time it finished, my body was like, okay, we sleep for six years now. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, work was going really bad for me, yes. and that was just taking too much, uh, just burning me the fuck out, and I pretty much got onto a breaking point in yep. December, and I quit my job, so hooray! Ooh, so updates, everybody. Happy New Year. I'm certified to teach English, and Soraya is unemployed. <laughs> Woo! Uh, excuse me, I'm self-employed? Correct. Sorry yeah. about that. Well, that was a bit of an insult, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm actually, uh, you know, putting, you know, effort into my art and trying to make a career out of my art. So that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's, I've seen a lot of amazing work come out of you, like just constantly, like we all knew that you were really capable of it and you really wanted to get involved. So see, if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, uh, you need to. Mm. And you need to see Soraya's art on our Insta, but you also need to see Soraya's art on hers. Plus she has a TikTok, plus she has a YouTube channel. Yep. Doing it all. Kicking motherfucking goals, <laughs> this bitch. So, uh, it's, so being that it's a new year, yes. I thought that we should start on a really good topic because I think it's something that uh, will help a lot of people coming into this new year and wanting to, you know, excel in their goals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we're going to be talking about growth mindset today. Ooh. I remember we discussed this like not too while ago. Not too while ago? Not too while ago. <laughs> not too long ago. A, I think it was like probably one of the first episodes that we did. I mentioned about growth mindset yeah. and stuff. And we decided that this would be the perfect opportunity to do mm-hmm. an episode on it. Yeah. Mm. So let's get stuck in. Yeah. So today we're going to be um, talking about the sort of the history behind growth mindset, uh, the difference between growth and fixed mindset, um, as well as how can we go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Amazing. So first up, we're talking about the history of growth mindset. So um, Dr. Carol Dweck, an American psychologist, Mm -hmm. she's actually from Stanford University, um, came up with the term growth mindset after she became interested in students' attitude towards failure. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yes. Okay. So in her studies, she discovered that some students were able to recover and move on from any any setback, while others were unable to due to being just dropped by even the smallest of setbacks. She okay. found that the students who were able to rebound from failure and saw it as a learning opportunity were able to achieve more than the students who couldn't. So you're saying that this lady looked at, you know, a group of students mm-hmm. and was like, this kid failed this one time and he's like, that's it, I'm a failure. Yeah. And this kid, like, I assumed the child's gender, my theory, <laughs> my theoretical thing. Um, and then this child is like, okay, well, I failed here. 
I've learnt something, how can I move yeah. forward? Okay. Uh, but these studies were based upon university students. So these are students who have grown up with different mindsets in mind. So they've kind of like gone throughout oh. life. So it's kind of harder to tell in kids because you can sort of teach kids to be either way. True, they're moldable. Moldable, yeah. um, as this is obviously after like kids have eventually become adults and yeah. this is sort of the mindset that they have. So this is more based upon adults. Yes, okay, mindset, cool. right? gotcha. Yeah. Um, she found that the students' underlying beliefs about learning and intelligence really affected their outcomes and they fell under two camps, which was fixed mindset and growth mindset. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the difference between growth and fixed mindset. Please. So fixed mindset is a belief that we are born intelligent or unintelligent. Okay. We are naturally gifted. Okay. Therefore, any form of success and failure is ed- evidence to support that natural aptitude. Um, elaborate. So pretty much they believe that you can't grow or you can't become more intelligent. Right. Um, so say, for example, like me being an artist, there'll be some people out there like, oh, my God, you are so amazing and blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, yeah, it took a lot of fucking practice. You should see yeah. the shit I used to draw when I was younger. Like, yeah. it's not good. Whereas me, I started drawing and I was like, this is shit. Give up. Yeah, and, 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 and that's why there's, like, sort of, like, around, you know, especially art, there's yeah. this whole idea that, you know, you're naturally gifted with art, not... You worked really hard, hard to, to make hone it. in on that gift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So that's what these people believe. They believe that you are born with it, uh-huh. and there is no room, like, you don't... There's no room for growth because, you know, you either can do it or you can't do it. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um... They strive for success and avoid any task that might take, um, might, like any task that might make them fail. Okay. As to them, failure is not an option. Oh. Their desire lies in trying to appear intelligent. They really care what other people think. Right. Yep. So they avoid challenges. Oh. Okay. Mm. Yep. When they encounter roadblocks, they avoid them or turn back. Mm-hmm. So any obstacles, they're just like, well, that door closed. Um. Obviously, like, this is not meant for me, so I'm just going to turn around before I hit that door and I'm going to make up an excuse about why that's not going to work for me. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. okay. They don't like putting much effort. Okay. As it's believed you shouldn't have to if you are naturally gifted. Hmm. So why why do I need to, like, why do I need to put effort into, you know, doing, like, maths work or, you know, talking about, like, mathematicians, like, you know, obviously I'm not good at maths. Yeah. So therefore, like, you know, I why would I put the effort in, you know, I should only really be a mathematician if I'm good at maths instead of, you know. I'm feeling very seen <laughs> in these examples that you're giving, particularly the math one. <laughs> so they are unable to receive constructive criticism. Yeah. And see it more as a personal attack on themselves than a way to improve their abilities. Oh, okay. No, I feel better now. Mm. <laughs> um, they are unable to appreciate others' success and okay. tend to feel threatened by those who are successful. Oh, that sucks. All of this means they are unable to grow and tend to plateau and never and never reach their full potential. Oh, that's mm. upsetting. Growth mindset obviously is the opposite. Yeah. Um, and it is a belief that failure leads to growth. Yeah. And that it is not evidence that we are unintelligent, but it is a way to make us more intelligent. Yeah, okay. They have a great desire to learn and embrace challenges that come their way. Mm-hmm. If they are in, if there are any setbacks, they keep going. They try to find a way around those setbacks or get over those obstacles. Yeah. Um, they believe effort leads to mastering what they are doing. Mm-hmm. So pretty much compared to fixed mindset who are like, you know, you don't put effort in because you shouldn't need to put effort in. Yeah, it should just happen naturally. As people with growth mindset are kind of like, I, you know, 
like the more work I put into this. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Exactly. Right. right. Um, Okay. Although they also believe that nothing, like they won't ever reach perfection, perfection. because they they always want to learn. Practice makes my best. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are able to take criticism and see it as a learning experience because mm-hmm. they can determine the difference between constructive criticism and personal attacks. Yeah. Um, they learn from others' success and see it as an inspiration, not as a threat. Yeah. Okay. This means they achieve more as they constantly want to learn and become better no matter what level they're at. So, how can we go from a fixed mindset to a growth? Okay, level with me. Yeah. So, there is no such thing as having a 100% growth mindset. We all have a mixture of both fixed and growth. It can change dependent on the situation. Mm-hmm. However, like being on the spectrum, we can try to live more um, on the growth side. Okay. So, pretty much like we all have mixtures of growth and fixed mindset. Yeah. And I know from personal experience, there's certain things that in my past that I used to have a very fixed mindset on. Yeah. And usually what I used to have a fixed mindset on were the things that I wanted to personally achieve, okay. if that makes sense, because of my own mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I had this fixed idea, like especially with my art, that I wasn't going to get anywhere with it because I wasn't as good or didn't do things the way that other people did it. Yeah. And not that I felt threatened by other people's success, but I used to get down on myself based upon other people's success. Gotcha. But then in, like, work that I didn't care about, like my jobs and stuff, I excelled a lot and was able to take constructive criticism and do all those things because they were things that I didn't really care about. They weren't something that you held dear. Yeah, they weren't important. Yeah. Are there any times that you felt like you've had fixed, like a fixed mindset over growth? Literally, you just unlocked a memory beforehand when you're like, you know those people who are just like, (laughs) those people who are just like, I'm not good at math. Literally me from the years, like from year eight Mm. to year 11, trying to get mum off my back about my bad grades because I was just like, I'm just not good at math. Yeah. To be fair, I did fucking try. Yeah. Except for that one year where, you know, that rebellious year where it's like schoolwork. <laughs> I don't need schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely I think I've had a fixed mindset in a few, like, similar to you, mm. like create creative goals or just roadblocks where I've tried and tried and tried and tried. And no matter what, I'm just constantly hitting a wall. And at a point I've just turned around and be like, you know what, guess what, I'm not good at it. And I don't – the thing is, while I haven't – those little things haven't stopped me from achieving success or striving for success in Mm. other avenues. I've just been like, okay, this isn't my thing. So what can I do that works for me? So I feel like it's a yes and no sort of situation. Yes. I've looked at something and been like, okay, well, I guess I just can't do it. I guess I just don't have the talent to do that. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll do something else. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that's a bit of a, a blurred line maybe yeah and that's the whole point like you know we're never going to be 100 percent on the growth mindset but if we're more on the growth mindset side than the fixed mindset we're going to achieve more yeah definitely. like i've met people who like literally they were told their entire life and i think we discussed this i can't remember which it's been a while which episode it was in but we're discussing about people who have been told that they're geniuses their entire life yes i remember this i just can't remember which episode, episode it was, was either. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you guys know <laughs> <laughs> um 
And so they don't put any effort in. Yeah. And then when anything gets, like, hard, yeah, they're kind of like, uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> I remember this. We were talking about, like, a fear of failure or, yeah. like, just not reaching out past... Oh, um, uh, uh, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Oh, the the, the word was at the tip of my tongue. I was like, imposter, (laughs) imposter, yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people who were just like, well, I can't go beyond this, um, you know, level of comfort that I've built in the things I'm good at because if I fail, people will stop thinking I'm good. Yeah. And then they'll realise that I never really tried at all. Well, I, like, knew someone from high school who was really smart. Yeah. Like, Book-wise. Yeah. Just a not very intelligent in life. Like not a critical thinker? Not a critical thinker. Okay. Um, and so the problem was as well is that her entire life, <clears throat> she had never really been taught to sort of think for herself and be critical That's for herself because yeah. she always had her parents be on her back about school. You need to study. You need to do this. Like you can't go anywhere until this is done. You can only do it this. Like oh, that sucks. It, um, below this grade is not good enough. Blah 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 blah. And that's that 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 sort of inspires a lot of um, memorization techniques in students as yeah. opposed to you know sitting there and learning through the process of what they need to study for it's more okay word for word rote learning yeah rote learning is bad and that sets up fixed mindset so pretty much what happened was is that she went to uni and everything went to shit yeah because she had to think critically she had to think critically but she was also in charge of her own life because she was never given that opportunity to sort of make her own decisions and stuff so she actually made some bad decisions yeah and she failed her first year. Oh. And instead of, you know, just going, okay, like, you know, I can't, you know, be partying so much and making mistakes. And let's face it, nearly everyone in their first year fails a few subjects because you you, you, you finally have a little bit of freedom from your parents and you kind of go, woo, I'm 18. Um, I still lived with our parents and I did not. But remember <laughs> that one time we were on holiday and I was waiting for my score and I got 51 and I was like, yeah, <laughs> opposite because she's just like oh well i failed yeah uh i guess this is not for me and then just dropped out yeah and just dropped out gave up on something that she was really really looking forward to yeah because she had always wanted to and had that fixed mindset that's so upsetting because that can really destroy your future but you know like the other thing that as well that affects fixed mindset is toxic positivity explain so like i'm not disagreeing but please so elaborate. <laughs> when i was reading and i suggest everyone read this it's um carol dweck's uh book on mindset we'll post it on the insta yeah she actually spoke about the fact that um what's really detrimental to kids mm-hmm. is um is kind of when <sighs> they don't win at something yep okay um and it's just like you know like, failure is not an option. You just keep working hard, blah, blah, blah. That sort of toxic positivity yeah. can lead eventually to a fixed mindset okay. because you're not you're not framing it to the kid in a way where they actually sit down, analyse where they have faltered yeah. and figure out what can they learn from this situation. When you made that whole, like, you know, failure is an option, do you mean that's coming from the people raising them? Yeah, like okay. their parents and stuff. 
Yeah, or like you need family. to you need to try harder next time, or you know, better luck next time, or you know. Yeah. That's I, I feel up. like better luck next time is still <laughs> isn't so much like a toxic positivity thing, really. I I definitely think that you you need to try harder next time. It's like you failed, you cannot fail again. Better luck next time. I feel is just like you know maybe next time. I don't know. Maybe it depends on the context. Yeah, but. I definitely see where you're coming from. I remember, and look, maybe this was just because our parents sort of really didn't care about, you know, extracurricular activities for Mm -hmm. us. They just, I think our parents were very much like, I'm taking you one place, two places max. So if you don't really, really, really want to do it, then you're not, then don't make me drive you around. Yeah, So when it came to things like super competitive sports, they were never the type of people to to be like, "Um, excuse me, why didn't you win? Yeah. They were the type of people who'd be like, okay, well, it's fine. Look, don't worry about it. Try again. Next time, maybe you'll win. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. But no, they were really good. They they never sort of inspired that within us Yeah. that failure wasn't an option. And I think I think we've been very lucky for that. But I've seen that a lot. Um, you know, we've got, we've got multiple people in our lives who are in education, who are teachers. Mm-hmm. And constantly the thing that comes up is, you know, the students, particularly like primary school age students, students, the attitudes in those students around competitive sport, extracurricular activity sport, um, which would 100% come from the environment that they're in, whether mm. that's with their parents or, you know, the coaches, role models, whatever, um, is definitely that we cannot fail. Yeah. And if we fail, it's a we are the failure. Well, it's even like, you know, I've heard stories and I've seen it where, like, students are being reprimanded by their teachers and their parents come in and go full on, like, a mama bear, like, you know, my child is perfect. Like, how dare you say that? Like, that that in itself, like, that doesn't allow your kid to grow. Your, your yeah. kid is going to fuck up. Everyone fucks up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the whole point... The whole point of the difference between fixed and uh, growth mindset is that fixed mindset people are like perfection is the only answer. Yeah, you have to be perfect all the time. Then if I'm and if I'm not perfect at it, then yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not a fuck up. I I never make mistakes. I'm not allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, and it's just like no, no, no. But we're humans. We're meant to make mistakes, yeah. and that's how we grow and we learn. We don't fucking come out of the womb. Perfect. Perfect. Otherwise, why would we be alive? Yeah, exactly. What would be the point? (laughs) What would absolutely be the point of this crazy roller coaster called life? So pretty much these are some of the ways that we can actually go towards more of a growth mindset. And one of them is embrace failure. Yes. So We love failure. Yeah. So instead (laughs) of getting down on ourselves due to the failure, try try to reflect on it. Yes. Sit in it. You are... You are allowed to be disappointed. Yeah. Everyone is. I'm not saying, I'm not taking that away, saying you're disappointed. But feel that disappointment and then what we do is reflect on it. So yeah. you can do this in a journal and you can kind of go ask ourselves in what way we think mm-hmm. we failed or yeah. how did we fail. Yeah. And, you know, then think about what are the things, if we were in this situation again, could we do next time? Yeah. And is this something like – and also another thing as well that – um dr dweck brings up a lot is that failure also makes us think about whether this is actually something that we really want yeah I get because that. if we fail and we're just like oh well fuck like fuck it like you know i just i'm not gonna 
So it, not going to bother anymore. Not going to bother anymore. That kind of it not so much bothers. Just like maybe I actually don't want this. Maybe it's actually a good thing that I I fail. Which does happen. You know, yeah. sometimes we could be really really gunning towards something, and then when it doesn't work out the way we imagined, or it wasn't set out the way that we believed it would be, we sort of look at it and we go. Mm. Like, I'm disappointed, really like but I'm not, yeah, I'm not really that disappointed. Yeah, um, which is funny. That does happen often yeah. in life. But, you know, if you turn around and you're just kind of like, you know, actually, yes, I do really want to achieve this, mm. then you have to think of what is a lesson that I have learned from this failure. Yeah, like, absolutely. And how what can I do next time in order to be more successful? If that means like, oh, you know, like I failed my exam. It was fucking shit and I'm going to have to redo this thing again because the exam was worth 60% of the mark. All right, well, yeah. what can I do next time? What, why didn't I achieve the things that I wanted to achieve? Well, let's face it. I was going out with my friends all the time. I didn't put any fucking effort into this course. Yeah. And, you know, next time I need to put, you know, allocate time, time. and have, you know, like no, like non-compromise hours where, yeah. you know, there is offer study only and nothing else. Yeah. I think as well this is sort of like – because we're talking a lot about, like, you know, studying and stuff. Mm. I think as well when we get to, like, the workplace environment, mm. if if you're lucky enough to be surrounded by, you know, supportive people in your workplace, and, you know, you might be surprised as well. It's a really good opportunity to go to, you know, the, the, your senior manager, your manager, team leader, whatever you'd like to call them. Even, like, a mentor, if you have one, reach out to them and be like, I did X, Y, Z. It didn't work out for me. What do you think I can do to better this next time? Leaning on people for support as well, you know, seeking out that constructive um, criticism mm. and feedback is also really good to do. And that's a thing, seek that criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, especially, like, in the workplace where, say, for example, you're going for a promotion but you didn't get it, someone else did. Yeah. Maybe go up to your boss and be like, hey, you know, like, I know I didn't get it and I totally understand. I just wanted to know, like, what can I do to improve my chances if another opportunity happens like this exactly. again? Exactly, exactly. But instead, a lot of the time, people become very bitter and they're just like, fuck this. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. When really we should be, like, going, okay, what can I change for next time? Yeah, it's like, this clearly didn't work. And nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, like, if you're going for a different role, whether it's inside or outside of your workplace, nine times out of ten, you do receive feedback. So it's just a matter of looking at that feedback, like you said, and being like, okay, well, clearly these are the places I need to improve as opposed to looking at it and being like, oh, fuck you. You think that about me? Fuck you. I'm not going for it ever again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so another thing is to change your mindset on genius. Uh, what? So <laughs> in terms of what we discussed before about natural ability yeah. and aptitude. So. Success takes hard work and a lot of failure. It's not talent. Yeah. Some talent, obviously, but a lot of it is a lot of trial and error and trying to get to that talented state in order to be successful, right? And that takes a lot of failure. Mm -hmm. So when we look at successful people, we only see the end results. Mm -hmm. So I bet if we ask them um, what it, like, ask them, they will probably say it took a lot of failure to get into the place they are in now. Mm Mm-hmm. So one great example is Walt Disney was fired from his job mm-hmm, as yep. a cartoonist and he was told he lacked imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Walt's probably like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was also rejected by a lot of other people and newspapers and other companies that used to produce cartoons. Yeah. Um, and he was told that he would never be successful. 
but he kept going he kept practicing he kept working on his craft uh even after rejection after rejection and look at what his legacy is now that yeah. he has left behind yeah absolutely um so we need to stop thinking that failure is determining is a determining factor yeah um of success yeah definitely failure is just like a stepping stone yeah exactly um Another thing is to stop seeking approval from others because mm-hmm. when we are pr- uh, prioritize approval over growth, you sacrifice your potential. Oh, yeah, I get that. So pretty much like, you know, when I'm constantly gone, you know, I have to look smart, like I have to look like I, I know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You're not allowing for failure to happen yeah. and mistakes to be made or trying to learn to be better in order to be successful. Yeah. And... Um, Brene Brown, mm-hmm. which is a really, uh, she's an awesome, I don't know, she's not a psychologist, but she does studies around vulnerability and stuff. Okay, cool. And so she works with big companies, um, going like, you know, trying to be like, you know, show your vulnerability, show your weaknesses. It's mm-hmm. okay to, to fail yeah. and be open about that failure and she has found that the companies that have started to do that, who have embraced their failures, mm-hmm. um, who are trying to seek approval from their self and grow, yeah. are becoming more successful and have a better culture mm-hmm. in their businesses. So a lot of uh, their employees are actually happy working for them because yeah. they do take on that mindset. Okay. Um, so... Also, another thing is to understand the difference between a personal attack and constructive criticism. Yep, definitely. Um, you can listen to our podcast about constructive criticism. That's yes. a good way of sort of determining what's the difference between a personal attack and constructive criticism. Yep, definitely. Because um, constructive criticism is not a way to tear us down. It's actually a way to help us grow. Yeah. And I'm sorry, if you are giving constructive criticism... That person doesn't hate you. That person fucking cares about you because they want you to be better. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely something that needs to be, the, the, you know, we, the receiver can sometimes perceive it as an attack, but that yeah. is something that's within you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we also need to think about that learning and growth doesn't have a deadline. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it takes time to learn, and we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves to be at a certain level at a deser- like a determined stage in our life. So, for example, saying I would like to be a millionaire by the time I'm thirty, so I'm only going to do things that will make me a millionaire by I'm thirty. But what ends up happening is that a lot of those times those people stagnate and they never become millionaires because they're trying to, you know. They've, they've set a time frame for a semi-unachievable goal. Yeah, exactly. Or a just like very out-of-the-world goal as opposed to being like, okay, by this time next year, I would like to have made a movie. No, 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 no it's not even that. No? No, no, no. What I thought I'm, those were good no, goals. No, 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 no. I'm discussing the whole fact that like it's like versus a mindset, I would like to be a millionaire at some point in my life. Oh, okay. So don't give yourself like a deadline to succeed in a certain thing because what ends up happening, you make decisions based upon trying to get to that certain deadline instead of just going like, what are the ways, what, what are different things that I can do in order to get myself to become a millionaire? And, you know, if it happens tomorrow, awesome. If it doesn't, if it happens in 30 years, awesome again. Right. As opposed to like, you know, 
And, you know, I'm going to fucking lose money and I'm going to gain money, but that's okay because I'm going to learn on the way what I can do to generate money in order to become successful with money in the future. So are you saying to keep your sort of your your mind open to the fact that, you know, on the way to achieving a large goal you have for yourself, yeah. there is going to be ups and downs and it may not occur when you expect it to. Yeah. So being open-minded. Yeah, so for me, like for a personal example, it's probably a better example. I probably should have gone with this instead because the money thing obviously made things confusing. I would also like to be a millionaire, not not going to lie. Yeah, so for me, <laughs> like for the, big, for the longest time, what kept me in the fixed mindset of like being a, like an artist is that I was just like, I have to be successful by the end of the year yeah. so I can get out of my job. And what ended up happening uh. is that I spent the entire time constantly doing research, getting myself confused and all that because, and it made me stagnant and I didn't make any decisions or work towards my goal Yeah. because I was just like, I need to take the perfect route in order to get there because success is the only option. Yeah. Failure is not an option. Yeah. Um, and I have to get because where I need to go. Because you sort of didn't give yourself time to fail and... Well, at, instead of leaving it open, going like, what are things that I can do in order be, to become a successful artist? Yeah. Well, the number one fucking thing is to produce stuff. And that's what I wasn't doing because I was just like, well, how can I get from point A to point B in this time frame? Because I need to be out of this job by this time in the fucking year because I yeah. can't, like, because I can't be in this job anymore yeah gotcha. so i was putting pressure on myself to be successful mm-hmm. when really what i should have done is like now i'm kind of in the thing like well i don't have a fucking job anymore so it doesn't really affect me as much but now i'm in the mindset of like i'm just going to keep creating work and learn along the way and learn along the way yeah and that's what i've been doing i've been sort of analyzing everything that i do and be yeah. like, okay, what can I do better in order to get more engagement or whatever? Yeah. I'm trialing things here and and there, you know, different times that I post and all that sort of stuff. But then I just realized the more I post, the more things I do, the more traction I'm going to get. And that that's and that's going to take time. So so the, the thing you're saying with like fixed mindset in terms of like goals is to not so much focus on finding like the perfect route to get there it's like winning the lottery lottery if you think about it like if i play these specific numbers the winning numbers everything will be done yeah and so you constantly play the lottery with the same numbers because you think oh shit one day one day it'll work in my favor and it'll be tomorrow or the next tomorrow or the next tomorrow as opposed to being like okay well you know this isn't working for me why don't i invest well, that's the thing. What, what was tripping me up with my stuff was that I was kind of like, well, no one's liking my stuff. No one's, no one's, you know, no one's liking it. I'm not getting any traction, blah, 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 But that's blah, a blah, negativity blah. thing because you fail. Yeah, exactly. Not so much you fail, but no, like, no, no, but, it, but it's not working the way you want it to. So you're having that negative. But I was focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. But I'm putting it in a more generalized yeah, yeah. example. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was very convoluted, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm like, hang on, stop. <laughs> because I'm fucking confused. Yeah, I'm sorry if I confuse you guys. Um, but no, we got there. But yeah. like, so essentially you're saying that, you know. Don't put it, don't put it like a deadline to you growing. Thank you. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I, because I, I think also as well, when you give yourself a deadline to a, a growing, right? You don't allow yourself to grow after that. 
and also you sort of in- be like I'm perfect once I'm there. Yeah, and also like if you don't reach that deadline, you find that a lot of people who have a fixed mindset just give up and go, well, this is not for me. This obviously was not meant me for me and math. <laughs> Instead of you know trying to work through it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so embrace your imperfections and stop hiding them. Yeah, because you know perfectionism is a thing that holds us back. Yeah. Um, and don't run away from challenges. See them as an opportunity for self-improvement. I love... Okay, this is going to sound really dumb because I guess I know, but I love a challenge. <laughs> like, I hate it while it's happening. I'm like, I fucking loathe this. Like, I am not in my comfort zone. But mm-hmm. I keep going because I know eventually I will learn something new and yeah. that will make me grow. And, you know, like the, 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 the cliche is, right, you know, in the end... The journey lasts a million times longer than the finish line. I just know what I'm like as a person because when you said in the end and you paused, my brain said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Lincoln Park. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like <clears throat> that journey, right? Yeah. You actually get more out of that journey than what the finished product is. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and, and that's a difference between people who have a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. As a growth mindset, people focus on the journey. As a fixed mindset, people just focus on the ending. The journey is absolutely everything. Yeah. That's literally what life is. Life is literally what you're just like, I'm perfect. Now it's time. I'm ready to go up into the heavens. Like, no. your whole life is a journey to sort of achieve one thing, move to the next thing, move to the next thing, fail here, fail there, learn, grow. Like, what's the point otherwise? Exactly. Um, And all these things take time to cultivate. Yes. And sometimes we'll get tripped up. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we'll fall into a a sense of, you know, like a sense of fixed mindset, but we can change that. Mm. And Dr. Dweck's work has shown that we can actually change our brain plasticity and how we approach things by practicing the above. So when they talk about brain plasticity, is like, so fixed mindset mm-hmm. creates certain uh, connections in your brain mm-hmm. that you always think that way. Mm-hmm. So that's why, uh, like, uh, behavioral therapy, CBT, in okay. psychology, yeah. is focused on trying to change your brain plasticity to create new ways to th- of, of thinking and new new paths and connections so instead of um focusing on like the negatives you try to focus on the positives and that helps with like depression and all that sort of stuff so yeah dr dweck's work is is trying to change that brain plasticity and change the connections in our brain so it's a neuros it's a neuroscience thing as well um because we can actually change our mindset and the connections in our brain and our neuropsychology and science mm-hmm. to go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset and we can actually become more ex- uh, successful and achieve more by doing that science yeah <laughs> science bitches <laughs> and this is not like you know poncy little shitty you know she's been doing this for like the last 40 years 30 yeah. to 40 years yeah, so damn. um and so yeah that's what she's talking about yeah and that's growth mindset and now we also know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I on a, it's our first one back. I'm like already confusing myself. Like <laughs> it's gonna like, I was like, uh, Sreya, what are you talking about? 
But yeah, fuck. Uh, it doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't Obviously, matter. Obviously, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm thirty. What are uh, you talking about? I'm rocking the I know. There. It was the dumbest fucking example. <laughs> but you know what? We got there. We understood what I was trying to say. Guys, you got there with us. I'm so proud of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for the confusion. We are professionals. <laughs> someone, someone out there, like multiple people out there, would have gotten it straight away, and then they would have heard us going back and forth and be like, "But it means this." <laughs> Just screaming at us, being like, no, guys, you don't get it. And this is the thing. We could have, like, cut all that bit out. We're not going edited. to. But no, but this is what the whole point is, that we're both growing. We're both, we were both embracing our failures. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Did this just happen? IRL. <laughs> we're embracing our failures. Guys, we we're making mistakes. a literal example of the growth mindset. <laughs> and we're learning for next time. Wow. <laughs> that was impressive and that was not planned. This is not one we prepared earlier. Um, I'm just saying, we're not doing this podcast anymore because that was a failure. <laughs> <laughs> so, goodbye forever. <laughs> we made a mistake and that was a mistake we can never come back from. <laughs> no, no. We, um... We are so grateful to all of you for sticking around while uh, we were on our little hiatus. And I'm like so perplexed because while we were on our little hiatus. Yeah, people were still listening. People, oh shit, ton of people were still listening. And I, I was just like. more people listened to us while we were gone. Than just because they missed our voices. Guys, we know you missed us. But, <laughs> you know, better give the people what they want. <laughs> so we're back and now no one will listen. We're back. <laughs> We're back, we're raw, we're unhinged. <laughs> unhinged is correct. <laughs> Especially, like, I've had the weirdest day at work, like, post-work vibes, I'm, I'm unhinged. <laughs> Definitely. And, I, so. and, and I'm still in the, the process of, like, you know, trying to figure out what means working from home is. <laughs> like, yeah, welcome to my fucking life. I know, but, like, this is, the thing is, is that you still have a boss that, like, determines whether you're doing a good job or not, as true, I'm, true, true, as true. I'm just like, am I doing a good job? <laughs> I know. My boss still messages me if I've been gone from my computer for way too long, being like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are your own boss. I know. And it's like, Julian comes home at, like, 4pm, and he's just like, um. No, Julian works from home, too. Oh, you're both <laughs> fucked. You're both fucked. you got no timeline. But yeah, it's just kind of like I don't, I don't know where I'm at at the moment. So I'm still getting, and like this is a thing of the with the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Instead of going like, oh well, obviously I'm just someone that just can't work for themselves and can't like work from home. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm you just have learn, to learn how I'm to. learning how to, and yeah. and because I'm, I'm still trying, I'm still finding it difficult to separate home from from work from work you'll get used to it yeah like i know i still have like a set up you know structure with my job but mm. it did take a lot of time to get used to yeah and that's the thing i'm trying to figure out like what's a good schedule for me and what to work by so i'm trying to like i'm like okay i need to actually set up my days like i'm going to work like yeah, i definitely. used to that does help yeah sure. um and you know not staying in my pjs all day which that does also help yeah don't don't we're not going to mention that i've been in my pjs all day already but Tomorrow's a new day. I was gonna say you look very comfortable. <laughs> I am very comfortable, but tomorrow, but I don't feel very, very, you know, work, work wise, work. Yeah, you wouldn't attitude. wear that to work. No, God no. Yeah. So, I'm um, just kind of like, yep, tomorrow's a new day. I'll do it again, and mm-hmm. that's that's the whole thing with the whole growth mindset and fixed mindset is doing that. I'm constantly learning how to be better and do better. And correct. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Love yeah. that for you. So, what mm. did you do for self care this week? Oh, bro. 
Um, so I started going back into work last week. We're only doing like once a week, twice a week, um, depending on the geo with uh, COVID. Yeah, Thanks whatever. So much. Yeah. Um, so, so far we're only going once a week. And since I started going to work, I've been in twice now, I have had insomnia. Oh, no. Right? So... I was trying really hard. Like, I was even to the point where, like, I wasn't taking my V vitamins. I wasn't having any caffeine throughout the day because I was just like, if I do anything that's going to wake me up, then I am going to be wide awake when I go to sleep. Still was wide awake before I went Mm. to sleep. I figured out after going into the office yesterday that the reason why I've been having lots of trouble sleeping, except on the days that I go into work, is because, um, (laughs) my boss is going to love this, work apparently gives me life. (laughs) Um, I think because it's been so long and like, look, with COVID and stuff being working from home for like 10 months, I was literally just like waking up, rolling out of bed, doing work and then just chilling on the couch. Like I was just doing nothing active. Mm. Now that I've had the experience of waking up at 5am, getting out of the house at six, getting on the train, getting dressed, you know, getting a morning coffee, all that sort of stuff, jumping back into that routine has really exhilarated me. Mm. And now when I'm not doing that on every other day. It's almost like I've got all this energy and I'm not spending it. And that's why I'm not sleeping. Because now that I've started going back into a routine, I've fucked myself over. And because I'm not physically active throughout the day, I just sit there and do my work. I don't leave the house. Mm. My body's like, hey, we have all this energy stored up that you should be using. What's going on? Also, you're an extrovert too. So you're getting energized from seeing other people. So that you still have that built up excitement when you... yeah. My first day back in the office, my boss had to message me and be like, I understand it's exciting to see people, but can you sit at your fucking desk and do some work? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, like, walking around for, like, two hours saying hello to everyone. And I was just like, oh, my God, hi. I did it yesterday too, but he wasn't there to see me. <laughs> <That's> fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's been a week. So my... You just told on yourself. I just realised, like, if he ever listens to this... He said he only ever listened to the first episode because I mentioned him. I was like, that's fucking self-centred. <laughs> Should I, I don't know who he is. I'll find him. I'll message him going, you were mentioned again. <laughs> no, I'll tell him. <laughs> I'm very honest with him. We're very good friends. Um, but yeah, so my self-care thing of the week has been um, finding out why the fuck I'm not sleeping. And the thing is, like, I haven't been super exhausted. I've had energy. I've just been annoyed. Maybe you need to do, like, exercise, like, before you go to bed, like, yoga. You yeah, know I'm, you not, can... I'm not impressed that going back to the work is a thing that's just like, well, buddy, time to go back to the gym. <laughs> It's time. But you know, like, um, you can do yoga that helps you sleep. Yeah, I can, but a lot of yoga has you, like, working on your hands and it puts pressure on your shoulders and my back's fucked. So uh, I've just got to – I've got to work it out. I've yeah, got to work it out. You'll so, figure it out. So that was my self-care activity of the week. Mm-hmm. Investigating. Maybe, maybe a hot bath. I don't have a fucking bathtub. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You lived, you lived in that house for the longest time. Did you forget that we don't have a bathtub in that bathroom? I totally forgot. Bitch. Do, it, do it in the sink. You <laughs> in the sink. You're small enough. Oh, you just, absolute banana. Uh, All right, tell me. Well, for me, like I said, I'm trying to, like, figure out a schedule. So pretty much I've just been working on, like, a schedule that sort of works best for me. Yeah. I think I've got one down. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of tried to be figure out, like, be- <sighs> okay. So one thing, having autism, it affects me- my executive functions. And what executive functions means is that staying organized, uh, keeping to 
keeping a schedule, keeping to a time frame, all that sort of shit because we become very obsessive with stuff yeah. and all matter of time and uh, staying organised and breaking, like, tasks down is very, very difficult for us. Okay. So I'm trying to set up a schedule where it's not only, like, and my psychiatrist told me I had to do this and I've never really done it, um, as I have to have a sleep and wake-up schedule, mm-hmm. an eating schedule. Mm-hmm. It's so far, it's so annoying, but... <laughs> Bad. It's so unsagittarious of me. It's yeah, just like, like, the like sagi- I'm looking at you. I'm like, how's that going? The sagi in me is like, no, I'm free will, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not working out for me. This free will. Uh, also, like, what when to work? Like, yeah. so I have work schedule. So I need to set that up because in the end, mm-hmm. the only time I ever had a really proper structure and a good sort of work ethic was when I actually had to go to work yeah. because I had a structure. Yeah, and that's what I need to do for myself is develop a work ethic for myself. That, that I have works. to, uh, yeah, that works and gives me structure. Um, <clears throat> but also on top of that is schedule what days I do what things on. Because I know I am, I hyper-focus on things. Yeah. If I, I, I can only do one task a day. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like, you know, um, if anyone's been following, I've been doing, following me personally on Instagram, I've been doing a what happens today in history thing. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much I've set a day where I would just work on that mm-hmm. the entire day. So that's what I mean by like the tasks is that like I just focus on making mm. making that the entire day, like the ones for the week and maybe next week depending on how much time I have, right? Yeah. Um, and then I have, you know, three days in the week where I focus on my YouTube stuff and my videos because they, they take a lot more time than the other stuff. Yeah, okay. And then I've allocated a day to work on the podcast. Yeah. So that's, you know, us recording. Yeah. Us making the, me making the thumbnails and yeah. other visual stuff for it and editing the podcast yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So I'm setting days mm-hmm. for myself to work on things because I know what I'm like. I start hyper-focusing. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And you get lost in it. And I get lost in it. And then that way I can be like, well, you know, today's not the day that I work on this thing. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is. So I'll work on it then. Yeah, cool. So that's what I'm trying to do. What a busy couple so, of weeks we've had. Yeah, so I, I think like... I will update everyone on how that's going in a month because I think a month's a good time to sort of yeah sort of gauge gauge how that's working yeah trial and error yeah. yeah and anyone who else has autism and who feels like they're sort of the same as well where they struggle mm-hmm. uh, maybe set up a schedule yourself and let me know how you go with it too and maybe mm. we can sort of start a, a support group yes for people trying to like yes. <laughs> get some sort of like you know yeah some sort of uh normalcy in their day-to-day sort of life yeah on that topic we actually had someone who messaged us on podbean or left a comment on podbean re our females with autism episode wait what yeah they said yeah you know why you don't know this because i couldn't figure out how to reply to the comment (laughs) you never told me about the comment to begin with yeah because i wanted to figure out how to reply to it first and i was just like hang on they were like oh sorry you're like my twin oh yeah it was really adorable um if you're that person, uh, can you please message us on Instagram? Because I don't know how Podbean works. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been ignoring you. I just couldn't freaking figure it out. Podbean's like a weird, weird thing. So, yeah, yeah if you do, do oh, hear us. Oh, I, I did it on my phone. Maybe if I did it on the laptop. I think you're going to need to do it on the desktop. Oh, 
technology. Yeah. Ugh, life's so hard. Just apologise to them and just say, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry, I'm inept with technology. I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, look, the comment wasn't for me, it was for you, but like... I'll answer it. You answer it. I'll you message fi- back. You know what? You figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. You know? Um... But look, guys, on that on that note, I think that's enough from us today. Thank you so much. Uh, Happy New Year and all that jazz. In Feb. In Feb. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they get it. <laughs> February. It's not the new year anymore. <laughs> well, whatever. Happy New Episode, okay? Is that better for you, Soraya? In, in the 2021s. In the 2021s. Um, but look... Uh, we have an Instagram account that you can come and follow us on so you can see Soraya's amazing artwork and find out when new episodes are coming out. That is Soz Not Soz Pod. At, so that's S-O-Z-N-O-T-S-O-Z-P-O-D. Um, if you hit at gmail.com after that, you can also chuck us an email. We love hearing from you guys. Um, we love uh, hearing your stories and stuff like that. And just love hearing from you regarding what your experience is with our podcast. And yeah. Um, and also, like, if you've listened to this episode, please go to our Instagram and sort of comment on your thoughts on, like, what we discussed today. Because yeah. I would like to, like, this year I really want to start developing a community with yes. our listeners and really get the conversation going. Because I yeah. feel like we just post something up and then people don't really... We don't really get much. We're just fine. You know, sometimes it happens. Like, you know, that's how it is. But, you know, we really want to start setting up a community where people can talk and, you know, find camaraderie. Camaraderie. Oh, fucking that word. Words are hard. Yeah. um, To actually, with mental health, and feel like they do have that sort of support system. Because it's obviously, like, you know, if you've been listening to us for long enough, you know that this is what it's all about. Like, this isn't about us just having a yarn. We really want to create a space where people can come together and discuss and lean on each other for support and just sort of create a level of normalcy because the more we talk about these things, the more normal it becomes and the less stigma there is around it. So, yeah, um, that is us, guys. Yes. Catch you later. Uh, Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, except you're already listening to this episode, so you already know where to find us. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.